I'd like to thank my brother for introducing me. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Uh, you know, one of the surprises I have, I didn't realize there's going to be this many people here. I called Ms. Harris. I thought we were going to be in a little bit of room by ourselves, but that's okay. We have something we need to deal with as uh, we are, we are um, workers for the Lord. We're not professional people. We are volunteers. How many volunteers do I have in the audience? Do we have anybody outside of Memphis, uh, other cities who are here? Uh, come a long way to just learn some things and evidently you're here today to learn some things about what you need to do as a volunteer different you don't have statistics you don't have uh, any graphs or anything you, you go by you're here to help these individuals who are locked up and you want to know how to do your job better we have a situation now in New York where uh, two killers have uh, is on the loose because someone didn't know what to do when a do or a not to do in a situation. And because of that, that could be us. We want to uh, look at some things. When I was doing research for this at our facility, I work in both facilities, uh, which uh, downtown is 201, where we house the male population. We have approximately about 2,800. Uh, men uh, uh, who are populated there, and I also work at a, a jail east, which is a women's facility, also house juveniles. We have approximately about 300 women and about 30 juveniles, but they're all incarcerated, and there's certain things that we need to do as volunteers to help them and also protect ourselves. I believe that's the reason why you're here. And I know that every uh, jail or prison system has do's and don'ts, but we want to expand on that today. I did research and not only gathered the material, what we are doing in our facility, but what they are doing around the country. I do have some handouts. You know, I didn't realize this, this church is so high tech. They say this thing is going to be on YouTube and all like that. I don't have to go through all this. But I do have 20 handouts that you can put notes or maybe something you want to carry back to your your facility, your church, or whatever your organization, you can pass without. If I only have 20, and uh, you can put notes on the side. Now, today we're not going to have a PowerPoint. We got a power read. <laughs> I did that intentionally because what we need to know, we need to know it. And that's why I had these handouts. The information, we don't go by statistics. We don't care about graphs. We just care about the people. Y'all can say amen right there. Amen. I'm going to preach to you if you don't We care about people. And so we don't keep any type of statistics. We don't care uh, uh, what they don't. We just care about those individuals we're working with. But we got to be careful. Amen. amen. It's all right if I say amen. That's something to habit because I think this church, right? And we got church folks here. Now, I don't have any of the, 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 you know, the supervisors, the leaders, or stuff like that, but I have people who are basically church-going people, right? And so what we want to do is, is to expand on the do's and don'ts of what we do. Some of this stuff that I'm going to share with you is just a rehearsal. You already know this, but it's a reminder of what you need to do. Now, if you look at my handout, look inside, I might have some typos. Don't let that stop you from learning, amen? amen. I don't think anybody in here is perfect. <laughs> so if I have some, charge it to my head, not to my heart. 
Amen? Amen. We're going to look at some things and we'll go over. I have about 25. I have about 13 don'ts and about 12 do's and things. But we're going to look at first, let's look at who we are as a people. We're talking about volunteer chaplains. But I want to show you the four. What's the best thing? Click hero. Click. Okay. Okay. Technology. This, I, you know, we want to look at four objectives today. What is a chaplain? You may think you're a chaplain, but you may not be. Hello. What are the responsibilities of a chaplain? I will share with you a list of do's and don'ts that are used by prisons and jail facilities around the country. Then we're going to take, take some questions. Is that okay? But we need to look at first our job responsibility of just what we do. Traditionally, a chaplain is a minister, such as a priest, pastor, rabbi, imam, uh, lay, a representative of a religious tradition, attached to secular institutions such as hospitals, prisons, military units, schools, uh, police departments, university, and private chapels. We, we work in the jail. How many work in a jail or a prison? Do we know the difference between the two? A jail is basically detention, short term, less than a year. Prison, you've been sentenced, you can do some time. You got two different mindsets there, and you need to know how to work with those individuals. But that's what we do. That's what we do. We, we are ministers, believe it or not. And the word minister means to serve. In recent times, many lay people have received professional training in chaplaincy and are now appointed as chaplains in schools, hospitals, universities, prisons, elsewhere to work alongside or instead of official members of clergy. You are volunteer chaplains. Some type of way you got into this ministry because somebody either asked you to get in, you decided to get in, or you're looking for something to do. Or it could have been calling from God. Amen. We're going to find out because sometimes you don't discover that until you start doing it. You just go on, going out with the group. Come on. They ask you to go and say, I'm going. And, and that's, how, that's how you start. He or she is a carrier of the tangible presence of God. Or whatever form that you may be doing. You're, you're not of your own. You're not really representing your church. You're representing God. You're a male Amen. person. You're carrying life and death. You're not worried about statistics or other things. You just want to make sure they have to come. This is one of the missing pieces that we miss sometimes in our reentry. We think a lot about getting, no, job skills and all those things are very important. But you've got to have a spiritual foundation. I was with a minister this past week, and we was talking about, he was asking me what I, I did a program from last Monday. He was asking me at Miss Anderson's church, I'm, I'm calling out. He was asking me, what do you do? And he, he really, really could see how the young man was getting in trouble. See, that's one factor we're missing. We're not taking care of laying the foundation. Most of the guys do not have mothers, fathers, family. Amen? And that's going to affect everything else they do. You got to lay some type of foundation. 
and the people dealing with all the tests and all those things are good, but you got to first got to put the foundation in, then you build. Strengthen the stakes, then lengthen the cords. We got to do that. And so that's the mindset we think. We are trying to lay a foundation in what we are doing as chaplains. A chaplain will have three primary uh, character traits. They will love Jesus or whatever, whatever you serve. Amen. Uh, be willing to serve others. Have a desire to help fallen humanity. Because without the grace of God, ye go you. Amen. The only difference in them, you on one side of the bars and they on the other side. See, a lot of stuff won't send you to jail, but a lot of things we do will send us to hell. So we got to learn that we're on a mission. Amen? Amen. Y'all don't mind me saying that. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm preaching somewhere. Uh, your job is not just a title. I know some people who, they became a chaplain just to get a, get a, get a bag so they can go eat free meals. Maybe not in your city. What's a place you can go? You just... <laughs> and get you a free meal. Because on our badges or IDs, they had the Shelby County Sheriff Department, so they use that, you know. And sometimes get the tickets written off. And that's their reason, but I know that's not your reason why you're here. They will let others see the love of Jesus in the actions. The prison, the prison inmates can hear the voice of God in their words. The prison inmates will feel the compassion of the chaplain in their presence. The chaplain will know that, I mean, know the, uh, that what he's doing, he's doing the work of God, amen? amen. Do, you know, do you believe you're doing the work of God? Let me see your hands, those believe. I got both of my hands, somebody grab my legs. I'm, I'm doing the work of God. That's, that's how you ought to feel about what you do. If nobody in your group goes, you need to go. Because they need you. The chaplain will seek to live for others. Jesus said his best. He that forsakes not all cannot be my disciples. This thing is deep. This is more than just, I got a badge, I'm going doing something. I'm, I'm a part-time preacher, you know. We are making impact on people's lives. My question is, why are you here? Can I get three people that say she says she wanted to help people who know God? Yeah. Just two more. Okay. Why are you here? Okay. One more person because of time. One more person. You got another one? Come on, brother. I'm here uh, to learn to build a skill set so I can give me some water. Uh, room temperature. experience with uh, uh, individuals who are from black backgrounds. I, I have my best friend that I, that I grew up with. He, he just recently uh, was sentenced for life mm. for murder. Because 
Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And we know we have that story we can duplicate because of time. I just want to tell you one instance I had I, at, at downtown at the men population. I'm only on the fourth floor. I have all, uh, all gangs on about five to six hundred men, men on that floor. But I had a call also over the lower level where this approximately runs between 120 and about 200 guys. This is when they first come, they come into the, the, uh, the jail. The sergeant called me to come down, said they had a guy down there because he wanted to commit suicide. Brought him into the sergeant's office, set him down. I said, I, that's, you know, my question, what's going on? You know, you don't come in with a whole lot of answers. You want to find out what's on their mind. Make a long story short, he dropped out in the seventh grade. He was in there on a DV charge, the, the domestic violence. He's 22. And he, he started just crying because he said he had never been hugged. What do you do? What do, you, what do you have to fix that? No, I can't do that. I'm going to show you a few minutes. You can't do that. No hugging. We're going to find out. That's why I said do's and don'ts. Amen. Amen. No hugging. We, don't, we, don't, um, let's, we, we got a method. That's why we need to be here, right? You know what? Out of, out of norm, <laughs> I'm so glad you're here today. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead. But no hugging. We're going to get to that in a few minutes. But the things I'm, I'm talking about, this is the type of population we have. You know, when you look at television, you see the end result, the crime, the killing, all like that. But you don't know what happened that made him like that. Maybe if you were under that same strain or same circumstance, maybe you'll be there. 2 Corinthians 5, I mean, excuse me, I mean, the 13.5 says, examine yourself. Whether you be in the faith, prove your own self. Know ye not that your own self, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except you be reprobates or good for nothing. We got to look at ourselves. Now, let's look at some of the, now, I said do's and don'ts, but because I want to end on a positive, we're going to change it. That's all right? All right? Because I didn't want, want to start lead on the don'ts. I want to leave y'all on the do's. Amen. So let's look at the don'ts first. Okay. Now, some of these things, you, like I said, you're probably already doing. If you, if you get a handout, you got all that stuff right here. You just put notes. But it says, don't take anything into the jail or prison without proper approval. Amen. That's so simple. It's so simple. But, but we break the rules all the time, don't we? Because we want to give everybody a hug. No problem. I ain't <laughs> this means your, even your Bibles, your tracts, your, your letters, or anything. Get permission. If they don't ask, tell them I'm bringing in. Remember, this is jail, not church. Amen. Amen. This is jail, so we, have, we, got to be, we got to be cognizant, be vigilant in everything we do. Make sure you get an approval from the administration or the chaplain to take anything into the jail or prison. Can we do that? We want to make sure, just double check, is this okay to bring in this or that? Don't bring cameras into the jail or prison. Now, that sounds silly, but it's some people. We know some people. 
want to come in and snap pictures all the time. For whatever reason they may have, they want the people to see what they're doing. Um, you know, they want to put it in the paper, whatever it may be, but we can't do that, right? Unless photographs are not allowed in the, on prison grounds except by written permission from administration or under special circumstances. No, we're not, we're not that hard, but we can get permission. Just don't bring your, you know, start filming everybody. Let's take a selfie with this inmate. Come on, brother. Let's. Said she, come on, you know, no, no, no. We don't want to do that. We cause problems when we do that. Don't take anything from a prisoner or inmate. I mean anything, brother, I like you. You've done a fine, fine job. I just want you to get, can you, you can have that. Don't take it. It's a way you can, you can disarm that situation. No letters, no photos, no poems. Sometimes prison inmates will test you to see if you will break the rules. Up in New York, somebody broke the rules. It didn't start with a drill either. Because they said that that uh, pipe was about this thick. So it may have started just with a handshake. I really enjoyed the service today. You gonna be back next week? That's all right, you know, and, and, uh, to accept a compliment like that, but watch what you're doing, amen? amen? This may be a way for them to see if you're genuine. They don't have anything else to do. Sometimes they'll come to your service just to set you up. And that's not everybody, but some. Sis, I want you to look at this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> don't hug. Prisoner or inmate, don't hug. Okay. Do not give the officer or in, uh, any reason to think you may be doing anything against the rules like accepting or delivering contraband items not allowed in the prison. We um, had a situation where one of our volunteers, sweet person, I, I'm not gonna name woman or man, but some of us know who it is. One of the inmates gave her a letter, said, could you? Please, no, they, no, I don't know how many weeks it took her to get her to this point, but. Would you take these letters? Now, we got a place where you can mail letters, but would you please mail these letters? We don't know what was in it. It could have been a hit on the chaplain. I don't know who it no, was. <laughs> you know, I don't. But you, 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 you don't do that, right? Even if hugging is permitted in some prisons, everybody said don't do it. Don't do it. We, we, we got to understand a warm handshake usually is appreciated and appropriate. Remember Priya. Anybody know what I'm talking about with Priya? Any? You need to look this up. Prison Rape Elimination Act. Zero tolerance. We can get in big trouble. <coughs> Doing good, working for the Lord. And all you say, well, I was just working for the Lord and, you know, 
that person may say it, you may try to proposition them, come on to them, let's stay safe. Amen. Yep. Very true, very true, very true. Don't make promises you can't keep. Don't say you'll come back and help a person unless you know for sure that you will. Don't say you'll do things for a prison inmate until you know the rules or check with administration or the chaplain in charge or whoever that may be. Don't make any promises that you can do this or that. Most prisoners have, a, 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 have had many great disappointments and hurts in life. Don't be another one for them. They can accept an honest no much better than a yes or maybe that never happens. Just say you can't do it. Anything wrong with that? Don't give out your address or telephone number. Now, most of this stuff I'm saying is common sense stuff. I'm not, this is not rocket scientists. But it's just a reminder. Because sometimes we can forget. And you need to share this with your people that's coming in with you. That these are some of the things with the list you already have, some of the things we need to incorporate in our ministry. If asked, you might say, I'm sorry, but we uh, were told it was against the rules uh, or policy to do that. You can always put it on the institution. Policy says, you don't have to be nasty. I can't give you, who you, you know, just said policy says, or the rules says. This way to get it off you. They'll still like you and you said the rules said. Is that okay? In some cases, you can give out the church general number for future reference. It's okay to give the number of the church in some cases because you want him to come to your so you need it. You can get that number out. You might explain kindly that you must obey the rules as they must. You might say that you don't want to do anything that could prevent the prisoner or jail programs from helping other prisoner inmates. Put it on somebody else because it's true because all the rules, do's and don'ts are incorporated or made up because something happened. I wonder what kind of ruler they're going to have up there in New York. Don't give out any more chainsaws or buzzsaws, whatever. What happened? Don't go into prison if you are younger than the required age. Many jails and prisons do not admit anyone under the, the, uh, their, in their facility under the age of 18. Now that's, that's basic general information, but like I said, somebody said, well, I didn't know. Don't ask why the person is or has been in jail. Would you want someone to ask you about your sins? Ouch. Don't be preachy. Preachers, women and men. Or push people into making decisions for Christ. 
You got to get saved today, brother. Hell's fire is waiting on you. <laughs> right? Be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Let the, let this, let the Holy Spirit, come on. We can't even save ourselves. How are we going? I feel like preaching now. I don't know why. But I... <laughs> Remember, planting and watering just as important as reaping the harvest. We're trying to reap a harvest. We ain't putting nothing in the ground. Come on. Sis, what you said? I said, we're just farmers. Make sure you tell them that when you go home. Because you know we have some in every group. And you wouldn't understand this unless you've been a volunteer chaplain. John 12, 32 says, and, if, and, if, uh, and I be lifted up from the earth, will draw how many men? Oh. Now, about this text here, this, you see the, the M, men is in italics, that means it was added. The original text says he'll lift up all. They just put that in there to make clarity. But that word, word is, if we just let the Lord do it, he'll take care of his business. He'll draw. He'll convince. We don't have to you know, do any tricks or jump any hoops, jump through any hoops. Just, just let him do his work. Just keep on going. Leave the results with him. He will take care of it. If we just keep on going, we, we'll take care of our business and he'll take care of his business. Don't criticize staff, the institution, other races, countries, or religion. We don't want to bash. Did I cut this thing off? I'm sorry. Or steer the conversation to something positive and helpful. Also, we want to welcome people of all religions into our worship service, so don't condemn other religions. Everybody's different. Everybody's looking at the pole from their angle. I might not see it like you, but look, that'll mean you're better than me. Differences don't make us better. We're just different. I don't see anybody here dressed exactly like me. Not to say I'm a standard, but you know. <laughs> but we all are different. We've got different tastes. We like different things. So we got to understand there's difference in individuals. Instead, speak the truth as you know it. In love, be kind and courteous. Lastly, do not use the term guard, but rather use correction officer in referring to those who may be escorting you. Don't enter into any business uh, interactions with the prisoner or inmate. For example, the prisoner inmate may ask you uh, to sell uh, his or her artwork on the outside or check on her, his or her bond. That's not your job. I think this calls for one. Turn to somebody and say, it's not your job. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> Please bring a valid current photo or institutional issued ID when, when you come into the prison. I know you liked the way you looked when you was 20. 
and you're 75 now. You were cute. Or you was handsome. But we need current. <laughs> Make sure it looked like you, ain't. Unless you just got that picture done over and over again. It's all right. But we want to identify because in our system, if it doesn't look like you, you're not going to leave. <laughs> we might have to get you another, some more clothes and make an apartment for you. Because we got to check out everybody in the whole system. You cause problems when you do that. All right? Volunteers have been turned away from prison jails because their IDs uh, was a driver license or an institutional ID that was not valid or had an address that was, uh, was not current. And people actually get angry at us because of that. You might be an inmate trying to get out. You found an old license or something like that. You know, you've, been, you've been getting clothes and stuff over the, over the months. Now you're ready to walk out. Everything has to be right. That's going to save us a lot of problems. Because when they have to do a check like that, that means if we had like an hour facility downtown, they got to go through all 2,800 names to make sure everybody is there. You don't, you don't know what problems you cause when you don't have the proper information, in or out. We want to make sure everything's right so you can walk in and also you can walk back out of there. Also, renew your IDs at the proper time and don't let them expire. Put it on the calendar. I need to re renew my ID a month before the expiration date or whatever. Now the do's. Do dress properly. Check to see if there are lo uh, local dress codes or suggestions. Some prison jails do not allow volunteers to wear jeans. Uh, don't uh, wear anything s sexually suggestive. Say that for the nightclub and for now the church. Come on. Uh, don't wear low-cut revealing clothing. Dress simply, modestly, without much jewelry or aftershave or perfume. Let me ask you, why do you think we say that? Aftershave or perfume. Uh, what kind of problems would that cause? Some, that's good, some might be allergic. Anybody else? It could be an attraction. Say that again, sis. It could be an attraction or a, a track that could remind them of certain things. You can trigger a lot of stuff with certain perfumes. Ladies? Aftershave, it might be an aftershave, no, cologne. You can trigger a lot of stuff in that little small room you're in. You're talking about God, and you know, they, so I think about because they smell. Because remember, they're away from these things, so this is very, this is very important. Amen? Amen? So we got to keep that in mind. These things are very important. They wouldn't put them up there unless there was a situation or problem. Man, keep that in mind. No sweatpants, cut-off shirts, flip-flops, sandals are not acceptable. Do stay together as a group. You always have that person like the one-off. Well, let me go ahead and this one. Let me go ahead and say, let me get, get. where everybody go. 
<laughs> Stay with your group. Every group, you always have one. I, I, want, I want to have you raise your hands. Every week, well, let me go get Brother Sam one of these. I, I'll be right back. You're trying to get out. You don't know where he is. He over there praying. In the corner, we can't see him. Wait for instructions uh, from the chaplain, correction officer, or prison officer, even to go to the restroom. Let somebody know where you're going. If you got to go, let somebody tell somebody, if you're with the group. Very important that we do that. Move through the facility together <coughs> without much space between the people. In other words, stay with your group. Stay with the people that you're with. It's very important because we go in together, we want to make sure if we go in 10, we don't want eight to come out. We want to make sure we're all together. If you have to go to the restroom, let them know you got to go, then we go out together, we'll wait on you. Leave when you're told it's time to leave. Well, I just got to get one more scripture in. Can y'all come back in 15 minutes? Uh-uh, we got, we got a time. Lord have mercy, we got a time. Because somebody is coming after you. It may be time for lunch. It may be time for them to go to medical. And, you know, I, I love the word, but it's a time for all things. You need to speak up. Amen? And then shut up. Just tell, you, tell your story and be quiet. Cooperate fully with the staff. If they tell you you need to leave early, what do you need to do? Well, I got one more scripture. It may, it may be something happening in the facility you don't know anything of. They can't tell you. Don't get angry with the officer. They can't tell you everything. They can't tell you it's a jailbreak. They're trying to get you out because security is number one. I know the Lord wants you to share that, but you can, you can say that next one. Put a pen in it. We'll pick up next week. Bye. Well, the Lord told me to stay and share this. All right. <laughs> we got funeral notifications, too, at the prison. <laughs> Breaking news, man, was because he didn't leave. Oh. Lord have mercy. Do be very, very, what? Kind, kind and courteous to everyone. That's very important. Smiles are fine if they're genuine. Remember, a grin is from the teeth and a smile is from the heart. Amen? It takes, it's not up there, but it takes 13 muscles in your face to smile and 64 to frown. That's why y'all look so cute. The cheapest cosmetics that you can buy is a smile that you don't have to pay for is a smile you don't know you I, I've seen ladies and men uh, that have beautiful suit on I mean a handsome suit and ladies beautiful and everything but they you know got the makeup but it's amen remember you are a goodwill ambassador for prison ministry. Amen. You don't even represent the church, you represent God. 
whenever possible, thank the prisoner, uh, prison correction officer for their help and for allowing you to come in their facility. Amen. Let the people know you appreciate them. Just walk past them every week. And sometimes we need to even thank the inmates for setting things up for their help when, when it's appropriate. No, we need to thank them too. They do a lot of stuff for it. They, they clean the room. I, I know on my floor, they clean the room and set up the table, everything. When I come in, I'm ready for service. I let them know I appreciate it. Sometimes I give them an extra book, a daily word or something, just to let them know you appreciate what they're doing for you. Do check the rules if you're an ex-offender going into a prison, uh, a jail, with, with a ministry. Check the rules if you are an ex-offender. See what is allowed. Uh, don't get angry because they don't let you in because you got a message you got to share. You've been locked up 40 years. You just got out. Now you're running for Jesus. Now you're going you know, to walk over everybody, you know, get, getting back up in there. You got to check the rules and see what is allowed. Some prisons have rules about ex-offenders coming back into the prison or jail. Certain rules and guidelines you have to follow. And so uh, not only us, but the ex-offenders also. If you are on probation or parole, it might be against the rules for you to associate with prisoners. How many of are not from Memphis have this rule in your city? That that you cannot associate with a prisoner for so many months, years, or whatever. That's, that's for, your, for your safety, right? You got to keep that ever in mind. Everything was written because it's trying to protect you. Do be aware of the con games. Be vigilant at all times. When you find a prisoner inmate are friendly or kind or fun to be with, you will probably forget that they are prisoners or inmates. That's great. But don't forget. Think about New York. I know that situation, which it probably will come out, how those guys got, they made friends with somebody. They had these motives in their minds, and the person that they was dealing with didn't know what was going on. They thought they was falling in love with Jesus. They want to carry your Bibles. They want to talk, answer all the questions. And, you know, you was very impressed. Some of them have spent their lives in conning or deceiving people or being conned, having others, de uh, the, the others deceive them. This is continuing. Some may work on uh, your sympathy or guilt feelings to get you, get what they want. You usually won't help a person uh, change for the better by being, becoming a victim. You don't want to be a victim. Can't help them change that way. As long as a person can use you, you will have trouble gaining his or her respect. As Christ says, be wise as a serpent and be harmless as a dove. Got to be wise. Therefore, don't automatically believe everything that a prisoner tells you. Some may work on your sympathy or give feelings to get you what you want. Uh, they may tell you some very convincing story, convincing stories, especially when trying to get money from you. Check out their story with the chaplain, administration, or an experienced volunteer or 
whatever the source may be. We got to check it out. Again, don't make any promises or get involved with prison inmates without counsel and help. Do be honest about a limit of confidentiality. Don't promise to keep a prison secret before you heard it. You may not be able to keep it. Discourage inmates from confessing illegal activities. If a person confesses a crime to you, you may be called to testify against that person in a criminal trial. You don't need to hear everything. Brother, I don't need to hear that. <laughs> I'll talk to you next week. James 4.16. No, that's whatever. You know, but don't, I don't, some things you don't need to hear. Do be trustworthy when someone shares with you personal and confidential information. Be careful about repeating what someone has told you. Don't, uh, do not publicly ask for prayer about someone's personal or private matter unless you have their permission to do so. Do not ask individuals to pray privately about someone's personal issues that may, not, may embarrass or cause people to feel that their trust has been violated. Do prepare to handle flirting and romantic advances. Y'all didn't think I was gonna put this up here. But if it's here, it's been a problem. Handle this issue firmly, but also be kind. This may prevent future problems. It's a way you can handle a situation. If they give you a compliment, just say thank you. God bless you. Don't melt. Oh, <laughs> that can happen, men and women. To be, uh, do be a good listener. Prisoners need someone to listen to. Listen to them. They need someone who sees what they feel and think. Remember, many prisoner inmates have never had someone to care enough about them to really listen to them. So be that someone. You don't have to agree with it or what is being said, but you can be understanding. You don't have to agree with everything they say. Do try to find ways to encourage and give hope. Try to help the prison inmate see his or her worth as uh, a person in Jesus Christ. Do be natural, be yourself. If you just be yourself, you'll find acceptance. Pretend you understand if you don't. You don't have to understand to be understanding. You don't have to ask a question if you don't give the, the great answer, I don't know. Just say, I don't know, I don't understand. Are there any questions? Thank you for coming. I hope this is something you can use. Like I said, I have uh, some, some handouts, and you can put some notes here. You can take this back to your facilities, either add to, to some of the things you said, or just a reminder when you have your meetings with your people, these are things we need to do. Go over and over again. Thank you very much.